Welcome to our next episode of the 5 Moments of Need Performance Matters series. This is Bob Mosier, one of the many co-hosts you'll meet throughout this series. So friends, are you trying to learn more about the 5 Moments of Need? Maybe how to design for them, implement for them, measure them and even sell them as an approach to your enterprise. Well, in the Performance Matters series, we will help you better understand the theory and best practices behind this powerful methodology and offer proven ways to put the five moments of need into practice. We would like to welcome everyone back to another episode of the Performance Matters podcast series. Bob Moser here, one of your co-hosts, of course, for this series. And this time around, we're going to actually start out with a brand new category. This one's called Technology Matters. In the broader scheme of doing five moments, clearly technology is part of the program. Uh, And ultimately, we find those that are successful with the five moments and getting into EPSSs and performance support are those that really ultimately adopt a really powerful tool for designing uh, performance support, similar to we've adopted powerful tools for designing e-learning and other things that are in our arsenal. So today, we're very excited to welcome one of our technology partners to the five moments community. And we also find them to be just a wonderful partner in the marriage of the five moments, the folks from Ask Delphi. And today we have Robert Bessemer here to talk about their technology and technology in general. So, Robert, welcome. Thanks for the introduction. Welcome. Uh, Good afternoon from the Netherlands. Good morning to you listening in the U.S. Great. We appreciate you being here, my friend. So, Let's kind of get into this. Let's start broadly, of course, and then we'll get much more specific. So uh, tell us a bit about Estelfi. What is your elevator pitch to introduce your company? How long you've been around? Sort of give us the lay of the land. Yeah. Okay. So basically, we started working on the Estelfi platform five years ago, and that was mainly done out of a need that we saw in the market space to have a platform, an EPSS, that really follows the five moments of need methodology and that incorporates uh, the guiding principles of uh, contextual, of embedded, just enough curated. And at that point in time, we weren't able to find the tooling that we needed to offer our customers solutions that they needed. So we decided to create from, from scratch, really, a system that would support those five moments of need and really enable workflow learning. So that's basically how we got started five years ago. We were based out of the Netherlands. We have two main development hubs. One is based out of Germany and the other one uh, based in the Netherlands, where I'm also located. Brilliant. Perfect. Perfect. So you kind of led me in my next question, Robert, which is this, you know, EPSS has been around a long time, right? We we quote Gloria Geary from 1991. And unfortunately, because of that and, and that legacy, we battle you know, the perception of this tool, you know, back to RoboHelp and some of the much more immature versions of what EPSSs have really become. So could you just kind of give us a lay of the land of how you see your product and EPSSs, frankly, in general, in the broader learning landscape of of like an LMS and LXPs, these new learning experience platforms that are emerging, super crowded and confusing landscape. Can you tame that a bit for us with your feeling around your product and, and EPSSs in general? Yeah. So, in fact, it was yesterday that I had a conversation with an LMS company, and they were struggling with customers that were approaching them saying, we want perform support, we want five moments of need, you know, so even using that terminology already. Mm. And they, on their websites and in all their marketing communication, they are 
promising the world that they are a workflow learning company, but obviously at the moment that they need to perform, they fall short. And uh, the real gist of that is that uh, they are not following any methodology. They're much more focused on having that formal learning piece. So it's not something that you can enable by just leveraging any other tool that's around. We see a lot of customers that yeah, we go in with methodology and then uh, they always come up with the question about technology. And they say, can't we use SharePoint? We have that already. Or can't we use this other tool that we already have? And we always are very open in our conversation. So we say, yeah, let's let's see how, how that can enable your learners in the workflow. And you know, is it also mobile responsive? And does it work outside of an IT environment? Does it scale across the organization, et cetera, et cetera? Mm, and does mm. it does it really have those elements in there that makes the five moments of need powerful? And basically, with every discussion that we start and every project that we start with, with customers and other organizations, we always build a quick proof of concept. And, and Astelfi is really well equipped to quickly uh, create very visual proof of concepts. And then they see, well, this is exactly what we need. It's different from what you would have from any learning journey in a formal learning uh, environment. Mm. It's, it's really that support in the workflow process task step support so that's how we show them what the differences really are because a lot of people don't understand the differences until they really see it so that's yeah. that's yeah. how we can quickly overcome the fact that you know can't we use one of our existing uh, tools in the toolbox so robert where do you see it then relative to those other things i mean you threw out the word formal learning and some other things you know where is an epss today what does it do relative to an LMS or SharePoint? Because one thing we hear all the time from the perform support community or we hear in our work is, look, if I walk in with another tool, I'm going to get a ton of pushback. I fought for the LMS. I fought for Captivate. And you know, I'm paying all these license fees. And I'm speaking to people that, you know, IT departments, lines of business, they're not learning folks, right? And then, of course, then we get the, well, you know, we have SharePoint. Isn't SharePoint in the workflow? You know, can you position an EPSS relative to those things a bit better for folks so they can kind of better understand the delineation in your opinion. Yeah. So what we are trying to do is always explain them that we need to work based from a process task and then levels of support perspective. So start there. Look at tools that are around that can actually visualize those processes and those tasks and that can support a just enough pyramid mm, mm. so that is that is typically a way that we then kind of start filtering out a captivate for instance which mm. doesn't fit in there then you can say let's use some nice graphic and put it on sharepoint but that really doesn't offer contextual access in the way that we envision that mm. and really showing that by incorporating assets that are around in the organization people see, okay, so we don't have to throw away the investment that we already did. Mm. Uh, we can actually make the investments that we've done much more, well, pay off much more. So that's basically mm. how how we're trying to position an EPSS versus the other tools around. And typically people realize that they can't achieve what they want by sending people off into a formal learning tool. Yeah. The two things that I think you came around to that I think are so powerful is the fact that it's not diminishing those other tools, right, or that investment. In fact, it's probably making that investment much greater than they ever could with those tools in and of themselves. And they're probably struggling with that. Like by usage of LMSs are not high. SharePoint people struggle with because of the chaos, right? Captivate's terrific, but it only makes e-learning, frankly, right? So 
So EPSS is sit on top of that, do a brilliant job of making that all work. And then to your point, with this movement into workflow learning, I don't know of another tool that deals with that contextual piece any better than EPSSs, right, which is the crux. So my friend, you mentioned this idea about mapping to the five moments. How do your, how does your technology, in your opinion, Robert, support that directly? How does it help people who are on the five moments journey to make it more complementary or, frankly, in some ways, even easier for them? Yeah. So I was lucky enough to work with uh, two great gentlemen, actually, as colleagues of mine, and you might have heard of them. Bob Mosher and Conrad <laughs> Gottfriedsen. And so I was, uh, and that this dates back uh, 10 plus years ago, and I was exposed to that five moments of need by the creators. And I started you know, developing more experience around how can we implement that with customers? How can we make it effective? And one of the crucial parts of the five moments of need methodology is coming up with the workflow analysis, critical skills analysis, and having that learning experience and performance plan. So when we started creating ourselves, I thought we need to find a way where we can basically import this LEAP structure so that people from the get-go have a process task step structure and they can then start filling that with relevant content and linking to the relevant support assets and learning assets and what have you so that they can have a kind of flying start in creating their performance support solution. So that's, that's where we started off with. And then we had to think of, okay, how can we make things context sensitive? So how can Mm. we make Mm. it context sensitive to an IT application? But then again, I also have customers that have tasks outside and inside IT. So we were looking for ways to offer both IT contextual help and workflow contextual help. So all of those principles that you guys teach in your five moments of need approach, we incorporate it into our product. So making it embedded means in our world being responsive as well as in responsive design but also we're now investigating with hololenses for people that need to have their Mm. hands available while they're working on a car repair for instance so it's that notion of embedded that we're yeah looking at in various uh, various ways brilliant thanks so tell us a bit more about your tool, my friend. Can you walk us through an example of your technology at its best? So, and again, I know we have to protect clients and so on. So totally comfortable with you just going generic with a, you know, a company in finance or something. But can you give us a bit more of, because people want to see how this thing works. They're really trying to make the, that cognitive jump from these other tools to this. So can you give us a practical example of where your tool has really shined? Yeah, a yeah, good uh, question. And that really makes it come to life. So we have done a project for a large manufacturing company uh, based out of the United States, but global in its operations. And their various manufacturing sites, yeah, well, had mixed performance, so to speak. So Mm. we went to one of their less performing sites and we did an analysis there on, okay, what is it that the floor operators are doing in order to get production from the start of the production line to the end of the production line and then into into the shops that that people then buy the products from. And in analyzing all those tasks, the criticality, we created a workflow learning solution, an EPSS, where operators in the production line can get access directly to relevant support information rather than having to go to those binders where you you know uh, mm. have the dust mm-hmm. with, uh, <laughs> associated with that and, and transforming uh, the binders basically in a task-oriented way 
into our product, making it available right away on a, let's say, tablet on wheels so people can access support information at the machine level, um, but also giving them useful uh, support on SAP transaction codes, for instance, and mm. bills of material and all other things that are relevant. And basically, by doing that, we allowed them to really increase their operational performance. And things that you should think of then are a increase in operating efficiency, a reduction in unplanned downtime, those kind mm. of uh, business results we were achieving. You know, and I love about that, Robert, is that gone are the days of talking about completion rates, right? And how many people took the course and did they like the instructor and do we think they learned a lot and was the room comfortable and in 30 days do you think you can possibly apply what you just learned you know, everything you described was totally pivoting on performance all the business metrics you described were ones that are most important to the business about what they do to win business to remain solvent to make money and and i think in l&d we've been dying for years to be able to build things or have our solutions directly impact that in a measurable way. And I think I just think that's so exciting for that L&D team that you worked with and what EPSS in five moments does for, for our ability as L&D professionals. Yeah, and of course, we are bringing learning much closer to actual performance. So we cannot talk about these measures rather than having to talk only about did people learn something and do you think that they might be able to uh, apply that? So we are so close to actually the doing of things that we can talk about those measures. Yeah, brilliant. So what you just described, my friend, is a brave new world for learners. It's not just new to the L&D folks, which clearly it is. We talked about that a bit earlier. But this is the situation described of someone running off to a binder or someone bothering their neighbor or, frankly, someone sitting there doing nothing until someone came along that could help them and therefore the line was down. You know, that that's, describes the world of any worker. Right. Yep. So part of the success of the five moments in platforms like yours is that the learner realizes and frankly adopts a brand new way of learning. When you work with your clients, how do you help them with that side of this journey? How do you help them with the user adoption acceptance side of this this new world? Just dropping a new tool will not fix any problems. Mm. Uh, how intuitive it is, you will always need to help users be self-supporting mm. and that actually starts in the classroom or it starts in the formal learning moment or in the uh, introduction moment if you like so from you uh, bob I, I learned that ramp up ramp down model and that's basically the key to start introducing performance support right at the get-go right at the beginning of the learning experience and then the trainer or the formal learning tool whatever it is gradually gets less important and users get much more self-directed and mm. have to solve questions using the performance support tool. And that's how they get acquainted to the system. And then in the end, the trainer is completely out of the actual supporting business and the learner is supporting him or herself. So that's, in my opinion, the most important way of, of making that change happen. Mm, Obviously, right. there are other ways, right? So needing to brand your product. We have customers that are completely rebranding our environment and are giving it names like Yellow and Snappy <laughs> and other, other names and really creating kind of Easter eggs so people want to work with the system and have some incentive to really get more acquainted. So it's this ramp up, ramp down model. That's the most important, but making it part of your own marketing strategy, mm. basically. Yeah, yeah. Communication strategy, right? Change management. Yep. 
Yeah, the buy-in, the branding is big, uh, making it intrinsic to the nature of the of the context big, and, and you know, getting managers to understand that this is not you know going off and wasting time. This is if designed well, it's learning while doing. But at the same time, you know, we've seen managers walk by seeing learners using these tools, and and because it doesn't look like they're frankly in their work, they've literally stopped them from these things. So yeah, so so winning over these stakeholders that surround our learners having them understand the power of these things. And I love your your point about branding and marketing. It's really, a, I think it's a weak muscle for us as L&D because we frankly haven't had to do that to our formal products. People get it. They, they know what they are. They know why they come to them. They think they know what they get out of them. But this is a brave new world and needs needs that help. So, so brilliant. So friend, let's wrap this up. It's been spectacular. You've talked to hundreds of clients, Robert, over the years. I've known you, like you said, forever. Um, you've been brilliant at helping organizations ease their way into this. For those listening, many are on the journey way back in the beginning, right? This is new to them. So as someone who's been a part of multiple implementations, can you give us one mistake, you know, one area that if you said, look, for those of you new to this, be awful careful about this. Here's one thing I'd recommend you don't do, or frankly, you can go the other way, would do that I have seen make the possibility of a five moments transformation work. Yes. So what, in my opinion, is the most important pitfall is that people buy a piece of technology learning experience and performance support platform if you like but have no methodology background behind it and Mm -hmm. that is also something that early on in the development of our Delphi we've seen happening where people see the power of our platform but have no background in the five moments of need methodology and then it's really not going to work even though we've structured Ask Delphi in the, the best possible way, you need to have the basic notion of rapid workflow analysis and critical skills and, and making that whole architecture work for you to have a successful project with Ask Delphi. And so five moments of need knowledge and really being able to work with that, in my opinion, is crucial to any performance support project. Perfect. Perfect ending, my friend. Robert, can't thank you enough. Can't think of a better way to kick off this Technology Matters series. So we'll be back again with future episodes. Thanks so much for listening, friends. And thank, thanks, Robert, for being here. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for this episode of the 5 Moments of Need Performance Matters series. We look forward to future conversations around how to best put the 5 Moments of Need into practice. We welcome your feedback and can be reached on Twitter using my Twitter handle at BMOSH as well as our Five Moments of Need website, which is www.the5momentsofneed.com. We hope you're finding these helpful and will subscribe to future episodes. Have a great day, friends.